Welcome to this episode of Dare to Feel Experience and Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Pendragon, and today we will again take time to connect to ourselves, our bodies, our emotions, and of course, each other. Before we dive in, let's take a deep breath together. Feel your body. Check in with where you're at. My intention for this episode is for you to start connecting and transmuting your anger and develop relationship with it instead of constantly resisting it and pushing it away. A disclaimer that I wanted to make before I go in further is that in this episode I'm sharing my own experience with connecting with anger, processing it, expressing it, everything I learned, everything I've experienced in my own skin, and my own body, and what stuck with me. I don't really have notes. I have a few bullet points, but I'm not going to be quoting anyone. I'm going to purely speak from my experience. Most of what I share is for adults, for people who have complete agency over their actions and awareness. I will be sharing a little bit about how to help your children process anger. So listen till the end. When was the last time that you felt angry? Can you remember it? What was it like? Where in the body you felt it? Anger is a powerful emotion. It's energy that's moving. And it comes in response to things not being the way you want or being threatened. When we experience anger, we feel this energy of wanting to push away. To push away maybe people or circumstances or even parts of ourselves. So when anger gets condensed, it actually turns into rage which is energy of attack. So it's a little bit different. So if you think of anger and you're stationary, so the anger comes from within and you want to push things away from you. While rage is when anger gets so condensed that it's not just you want to push people away or push things away, that you actually will go out of your way to attack. That's why it's so important for us in our society as humanity to get to know anger, to understand it, and to understand what's beneath it. Because there is something that's underneath anger. Actually, anger is a cover emotion. It's a cover emotion for powerlessness. If we slow down, we can receive anger and we can act upon it. Meaning that we can understand what it means, what it's trying to communicate to us, and make shifts, make changes, express possibly boundaries or needs that are not being met. If we deny, suppress, disown, and reject anger systematically, it gets so condensed in our being that we will actually act it out. And in this acting out, there are two components. There's this anger that's been systematically rejected. 
and the powerlessness beneath it. Mm, let's take another breath together. This is such a deep topic that we're talking about. Anger is important because it tells us when our boundaries have been crossed. It tells us when our well-being is threatened. So it's sort of an activating emotion. It moves us to do something and it connects us to our power. And because of that, it can actually become a coping mechanism. Anger has been identified as a cover emotion. So we resort to anger when we feel powerlessness. Powerlessness is very low vibrational states and our bodies, our beings are designed to avoid such states. So whenever possible, we will go into anger instead. Anger can be powerful when embodied or it can be a shortcut to a fake sense of power when not fully embodied. When we experience anger on a surface level, sort of just in our head. And in that case, it keeps us small. So this is where the loop happens. Something happens to us that we don't want to happen. We feel threatened. And because we're not allowed to express anger, we suppress and deny it. But it gets stored in the body. We feel powerless because we are not able to change our situation, because we're not able to express our anger, our boundaries. And this leads to accumulation of anger in the body. What a trip. (laughs) If we want to express anger, there are a few ways to do that. Unhealthy way of expressing anger would be if it's damaging to yourself or somebody else around you or even property. And if it's an emotion that you go to really often, then I would urge you to look into processing powerlessness. What do you feel powerless about? At the same time, safe and healthy expression involves embodiment of anger, voicing it, sounding it, and using your whole body to feel and move the anger. To hold space for your anger, it's really good idea to stay connected to your breath and to express in a way where you are holding space for that energy. You're not dumping the energy on somebody else. And this comes with practice. And as adults, we're all capable of holding space for our anger. If you have a a lot of suppressed anger, one of the things that you might have to do is to consciously dive into releasing it. One of the main symptoms of suppressed anger is apathy. Feeling lost, feeling confused, lack of confidence. The reason for that is because anger is fuel. It's energy for movement. It's energy that gives us confidence and lets us express what we need. However, if we don't do that consistently, then we will be disconnected from ourselves, from our needs, from our boundaries. If you decide to really take some time to process in an earth all of the past anger that was denied, it would mean that you need to create an environment where you are being seen, understood and felt. And it can happen with people. It can happen also by yourself where you are seeing, understanding and feeling your anger. You could be expressing it in writing. You could have 
a visualization where you're feeling and processing that anger, you can do that in therapy. And there are a few different tools that you can use. If it's something that's really intense, like rage, and you need to really move physically, like hitting a pillow or a boxing bag, or even hitting earth with stick, I have done that. Again, anger will not be healthy or helpful if it's not fully embodied. If we stay in our heads and just talk and complain and yell and scream, not much energy will actually move and we will impact people around us in a negative way. And it will also feel exhausting and kind of useless. So it's really, really important to deeply feel the anger in the whole body and use our breath and movement to stay grounded. If anger comes up in relationships, we really need to get aware of the movement of that energy. It's so easy to deflect it on people around us because it's an intense energy. And when we deflect it on other people, we might feel powerful for a moment, but it's actually not helpful for anyone and it can be damaging for relationships. Even being passive-aggressive is energy movement onto others, and therefore it's abusive. So I would highly recommend to learn nonviolent communication. And it's not really just the words we use, it's how we use them and how we direct energy, what we feel. So nonviolent communication is not just about talking, it's about getting really, really honest with yourself about what you feel, how you feel it and how you're moving that energy. And yes, we can get angry and still stay connected in our relationships, learning to hold space for our anger, feel it, translate it into new boundaries, needs, desires, and so on is what's going to help us to stay connected. And actually, it can be a really amazing tool for connection and intimacy. Because if we are allowed to bring anger into relationships, imagine how much more safety we're creating for ourselves and each other. It's just another aspect that we can bring into relationship and not feel like we have to deal with it by ourselves, not feel like it's not okay, not feel like it's something that's wrong with us. Anger can help us connect to our creative energy, actually, because anger is fuel, it's movement, it's a very powerful movement in energy. We feel it and we want to do something. Anger has a message. Sometimes anger is about being threatened or violated, right? But sometimes it's actually about not doing the things that we really want to do. If we were denied our artistic side, for example, we will get pissed about other people's creation. Like, oh, what a crap movie, or what a shitty poem, or this person is so ugly. <laughs> and to me, this means that we have something inside of us that is speaking, oh, I want to be a cinematographer, I want to make a movie, I want to make an amazing movie. Or there is a writer within us that's being denied and suppressed. There is a model within us that we're disconnected from. So... Do you want to take a moment right now and listen to your anger? What does it say? What sorts of complaining or pissed off messages that you get from it? 
anger is part of life and it's always going to be part of life we cannot get rid of our anger and we can learn to express its messages and we can also teach our children how to hold space for anger and how to express it whenever we are holding space for a child who's angry having an expression of anger maybe hitting or yelling screaming what we need to do as adults as caretakers is really connect our bodies and breath and really become such a powerful presence in the room that the child feels held and seen and understood we need to really tune in to the child and we need to be open to actually hearing that we're maybe doing something wrong maybe we are overlooking child's needs or we are not understanding and we need to be open to create solutions and also outsource maybe can children be present when adults are expressing anger and dealing with anger i do believe so however I believe that it's so important that there is an adult who holds space both for the other adult who's expressing anger and the child and also explaining to the child what is happening and constantly staying in that calm, connected space so that the child feels safe, so that the child does not feel threatened and in this way um, children can learn that anger is okay and that we can learn a lot from it and it's emotion that we are able to move through and there is no need to suppress it. So how can you empower yourself in processing and expressing anger or any other emotion for that matter? You can use your voice, your body to feel, you can move and you can express the anger. And this podcast would not be complete without a hands-on anger play shop. And it will happen on Thursday, August 12th at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central Time. You can check the link in the show notes to join. Thank you for tuning in. And if you have any questions and if you want to learn more about anger or any other emotion, subscribe to this channel because we are going to talk more about it. And tune in next week for an interview with Samantha Simpson, where we will talk about the miracle of bowspring yoga and how embodiment parallels life fulfillment. You can also join our weekly community call in Zoom every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time or 1 p.m. Central time. Check out the show notes for all the details. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so, so that you don't miss any coming episodes. We're going to dive deep in all of the juicy emotions and I have some really amazing people coming in for interviews. Take care of yourself and each other and stay connected.